Hi, I'm Erin Silver. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Life After the Uniform. I'd like to welcome back our returning listeners. And if this is your first episode, thanks so much for joining us. I hope you become a part of the Life After the Uniform community, where we learn to navigate the civilian world with a military mindset. One of the things I like to do is provide veterans with information on the resources and benefits that they're eligible for. So in today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at VR&E, or Chapter 31, Veteran Readiness and Employment, also commonly known as VOC Rehab. My guest today is Sophia Spadacino. Sophia is currently a first sergeant in the Air Force Reserves, and on the civilian side, she was previously a VR&E counselor. If you're interested in learning about Chapter 31 eligibility, the entitlements included, and how to apply for this benefit, stay tuned. We are back with another episode of Life After the Uniform, and today I have on Sophia Spadacino. And Sophia and I kind of have a history of working together in the reserves, and that is how we met. And in the reserves, we, uh, the majority of us have a civilian job that we are doing Monday through Friday, you know, outside of that one weekend, a month that we serve in the military. And Sophia, one of her jobs was working as a VR&E counselor. So VR&E has now been, I guess we'll call it rebranded as veteran readiness and employment. And we are fortunate enough to have Sophia on today to talk about that benefit or entitlement. And to get started though, we will, or I will give Sophia a chance to introduce herself to everyone. And then we will start talking about chapter 31. So Sophia, good morning. I of course served with you in the reserves. I was prior active duty from 2000 to 2009 and have been in the reserves since 2009 and was mental health while in the reserves, mental health technician. And then currently I serve as the first sergeant with the security forces unit. Uh, in my civilian role, um, as you've stated, I've worked in the, the VRE, Veterans Readiness and Employment Program under VBA, Veterans Benefits Administration, for four, four and a half years. Uh, you know, I want to take this time as we move through this podcast to share my experience um, and let people know what, what services are available to them. So currently, I transitioned from Voc Rehab to Reasonable Accommodation. So I serve currently serve as a reasonable accommodation case manager for a federal agency. So I, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. So that's my, that's a brief. We are going to talk about uh, chapter 31. I had a podcast just a couple of weeks ago talking about the veterans administration, all of their different education benefits. And one of them that somewhat falls under that umbrella, I guess, would be chapter 31, which used to be known as vocational rehabilitation and employment. Um, or VOC rehab is what you'll hear a lot of people call it. As I mentioned right at the beginning, it's kind of been rebranded as veteran, or sorry, uh, yeah, veteran readiness and employment. Either way, it's the same thing. So if you've heard it called VOC rehab, or if you've heard it called just VR and E, we're talking about your chapter 31 benefits. So Sophia, can you give us like a brief overview of what that benefit is? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for the, uh, that clarification of VOC rehab. Yep, that's just kind of the same we use, voc- rehab, vocational rehabilitation. Veterans Readiness and Employment Program is to 
service members and veterans with service-connected disabilities and for those that have an employment handicap to prepare for, find, and maintain suitable careers and independence in, in general life. So that's that's just kind of the overview of it. Veterans have to have service-connected disabilities of 10% or more, and they have to have an employment handicap, right? So that connection with whatever that service-connected disability is to their impairment to finding or maintaining employment. So that is the employment handicap. So we assist the veterans with, with those disabilities in getting and keeping employment. So specifically, if a, if a veteran only has 10% service-connected disability, they have to be found with a serious employment handicap to be eligible or entitled to the program. So the program offers 48 months of training entitlement plus employment services. So just to be clear, Veterans Readiness and Employment Program is an employment program, right? It's not strictly an education program, but we do offer education as a means to gain that employment. So where I just stated that they offer 48 months of training, yes, uh, they will offer that training to assist with your employment goals. And something else is that you have to utilize within 12 years from the date of the initial VA disability rating notification. So when you get your VA disability compensation, then you have 12 years to utilize Veterans Readiness and Employment Voc Rehab. And again, there is an exception for those with a serious employment handicap. With the eligibility, there's those exceptions for serious employment handicaps. I do appreciate that you differentiated between seeing it as just an education benefit. It's not like your chapter 33 or your chapter 30, your Montgomery GI Bill or your post 9-11 GI Bill. It's similar, but different, if that makes sense. It's more because we're going to give you education if that's needed to gain employment. And so I think that's a good differentiation between just your chapter 30, your chapter 33, you're going to get a degree, like that's the output come of what that benefit is, is that you're trying to get a degree or a certification. Whereas with the chapter 31 that you're speaking about, the end game is more to find you employment based on your service-connected disability. Is that correct? Did I just kind of sum up what you were saying correctly? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, and so the counselors for, voc- for the Veterans Readiness and Employment Program, they look at, of course, they assess your service-connected disabilities with you and ensure that the, you don't get into a career or position that's going to aggravate those service-connected disabilities, right? So someone with shoulders, back, and uh, those kind of conditions, we we wouldn't want them to be in a position that's going to be physical, requiring them to push, lift, bend continuously as that's going to aggravate their service-connected disabilities. So we want to put them in a position where their service-connected disabilities are not going to be aggravated and they can maintain that employment. Um, So that's that if that is the big part of this this program regarding you know assessing those service connected disabilities. Yeah, absolutely that makes sense. It's something that you've served your time, you now have an honorable discharge, you have a service connected disability, you want to find gainful employment and part of the resources that you provide are finding gainful employment that are not going to aggravate or increase that disability that you have, or to make it worse, I guess, is you want to be able to find gainful employment in a manner that is going to work in unison with the disability that you have, whatever that may be. Kind of explain, so you you said the eligibility is at least 10% service-connected disability, and then once they have Mm -hmm. that eligibility, what are the entitlements that they can receive? And while you're in this chapter 31 program, you get a monthly living allowance, which 
is separate to your disability compensation. And so in some situations, there might be tools for the program, such as if you're in an auto mechanic program or computer technology field. You know, if you're going to school, you may need a computer and the Veterans Readiness and Employment can provide you a computer if you you don't have one and you're unable to um, obtain one. So those kind of tools to assist and enable you to be successful in the program you're going for, um, or that's required from the school, right? So, so it's really a cool program because it, let's say you're in a lab and you need lab tools, Veterans Readiness and Employment will provide that for you, for you right? no cost to you. So that those are a lot of the benefits of this program. As opposed to Chapter 33, they're not, Chapter 33 doesn't provide pay for those items. Um, and I'm going to put a pin in this right here. And um, I just want to give a tip that for this program, um, if you have used your chapter 33 and you may have some remaining eligibility for your chapter 33, but then you want to use chapter 31, make sure you at least have one day left on your chapter 33 entitlement so that when you transfer over to chapter 31, you can still get that that BAH from that chapter 33 benefit. Yeah, that's a great point. So you need to have at least one day left of chapter 33, your post 9-11 education benefits. You have to have at least one of those if you then become eligible for chapter 31 entitlements. And that's the way that you can receive your BAH. Yes, because they're two different programs. So if you're, if for veterans that don't have chapter 33, they Mm -hmm. only get the 31 stipend, which is much less than the BAH stipend that chapter 33 gives you. Interesting. And then of course, um, at the end of the program, they do job seeking skills and assistance in obtaining employment. In Veterans Readiness and Employment, they have employment counselors that strictly just assist those veterans who have now completed the degrees and are now able to they're now marketable, right? They have the degrees required for those careers that they're interested in. And so the employment counselors will help them find employment. And that also sometimes means internships. And so connections to internships opportunities and connections to other employment uh, programs that will really benefit veterans. So if someone completes their chapter 31, I think you said that you receive, or maybe I read it. I'm not sure if you, if you said it or if I read it, they received 48 months of, and there is 48 months of entitlement available. If they do not use all of it, but they gain employment and then something happens, they move or, you know, something else happens, life happens, and they need to find another job. Are they able to use, if they still have benefits remaining, are they still able to go through the program again, or is it a one-time deal? So it's certainly not a one-time program. However, so it's up to the 48 months, right? It's up to the services that veterans needs to be marketable for suitable employment. So once you are marketable, meaning you have the education and whatever certificates is needed to be marketable and be able to obtain entry-level employment in that job, then those are the services that our voc rehab prepares you for. So again, really, once they provide those services to make you marketable, then it's all about employment services. Now, let's say a veteran does go through the Chapter 31 program. They get um, a degree and a certificate in the field of their choice, and they're marketable for entry-level employment. But let's say 
just hypothetically, they move to another state, maybe that state requires a different certification, then certainly go back to Voc Rehab and say, to be marketable now, I require this this additional certificate or licensure or whatnot. Uh, Also, let's say a veteran is is employed in their field. It's suitable employment, not aggravating their disabilities, but the job says to to maintain your employment, you now need these certificates. So that's another area where Voc Rehab can assist in. A veteran can then go to Voc Rehab and say, hey, I'm suitably employed, but I now need these additional certificates to keep my job. But it really is all about making sure that veteran is can be successful in obtaining and maintaining employment that's marketable, but also not aggravating their disabilities. Okay. And that absolutely does make sense. So when a veteran has a service-connected disability, I'm assuming that they go through the VA to apply for this program. Is that correct? Is that how that step would work? Uh, they can go right on e, uh, the VA website or eBenefits. E-benefits. And, um, yep, there's links there where you can submit your application. You can apply. Um, yes. Yep. So they apply, and then if they are deemed eligible for the for the benefits, they are then, I guess, paired with a uh, a VRNE counselor. Is that correct? That's the next step. Then that you'll be paired mm-hmm. with a counselor. Yes, that is a great question you brought up. So yes, that so the veteran will be scheduled for a orientation of a veterans readiness and employment orientation. Um, every veteran has to go through the orientation and, and first, um, and then once the orientation is complete, then they will be assigned a counselor who will then yes meet with them, and that initial meeting will be to determine. Well, it will initiate that discussion on what are your service-connected disabilities, how is, you know, that the service-connected disabilities impairing you from getting or keeping employment, what are, and then what are your employment goals? And so that, yeah, once you get that, uh, once you get set up with a counselor, that's really where you talk about your impairments to employment, what are your goals, you may do some vocational assessments and goals. Really, you and that counselor build those goals together. Okay. And that makes sense too. So that you're kind of working as a partnership that you're telling this counselor, um, I mean, I'm get, they know what your service disability, uh, service connected disabilities are, but then you're kind of filling them in on this, the path that you are looking to take. And then you two work together to determine the best way to get from point A, where you are to point B, where you want to go. So you kind of map out that path together. That's correct. Yes. Yep. And it is a partnership. That's a great, great way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So part of the research or part of what I was looking into um, that I'm hoping you can break down now are the different VR and E tracks. And so when I was looking it up, when I have some information in front of me, there are five different tracks. Do you mind if mm-hmm. we start going through each one of the tracks? Absolutely. Yep. So we have the five different tracks. The first one being re-employment. That is a veteran that may need additional training to now kind of start a new career. You know, they're no longer able to do what they used to do because of their service-connected disabilities. So Veterans Readiness and Employment is going to provide them with that education to be marketable for a new career. And then we have Mm-hmm. Then we have rapid access to employment. This is for those veterans that perhaps have that degree 
um, in that field, but maybe they need an additional certification to make them more marketable, or perhaps they just need employment services. So they might need interviewing skills, or they may need um, an internship to get the skills to be more desirable or to be hired. That's really the the employment services in that track. Uh, The third track is self-employment. So Veterans Readiness and Employment does offer self-employment for veterans that have the the business ideas that want to create a business. and, And in this track, they will, together with the counselor, build a business plan. And as you can imagine, that's pretty extensive. But if there is a successful business plan that is built and approved, then Veterans Readiness and Employment will help pay for some of those services or tools to to get that business on the ground and running, which is is a really cool program. And then there's employment through long-term services. That is where those individuals need the four-year degree or even sometimes that master's degree um, to be marketable for that field. So a lot of times, as you know, you know, for like therapists or counselors, you really need that master's degree to be even eligible for entry-level positions. And the last track, the fifth track there is independent living. So these are for those veterans that it's been determined due to their service-connected disabilities, they're not able to work. So that the council will work with this veteran to um, be more independent. So they might make some modifications in their home so that maybe they can do some independent living activities on their own, showering, eating, some tools that might um, assist with cooking. Um, I've provided provisions, some of those for some of my veterans in independent living. One time I was able to provide a step stool to a truck um, that a veteran had so that he could, you know, get up in a truck and be able to utilize his truck and he couldn't step up because of the his service-connected disability. So those that program, just whatever can increase that veteran's independence and quality of life. So there's a lot that is encompassed under this chapter 31. Um, and it sounds just like a great benefit if, if a veteran is um, eligible for this entitlement. There's, there's a lot that can be offered for them. So I did miss the eligibility portion of VRNE is that it's got to be, you have to, the veterans has to have a honorable or other than honorable discharge. Okay. So they be eligible for this program. Uh, the veteran cannot have a dishonorable discharge. Separating or retiring, whatever the case is, with at least a 10% disability and you have an honorable or other than honorable discharge, you can kind of go through e-benefits and find more information and submit your information for the chapter 31. Okay. I think I have it. I think you've cleared up a lot of information for me. (laughs) Thank you. Good. All right. I think that's it then, Sophia. I think we covered everything that we needed to cover. This is a fantastic benefit. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you, Erin. Great talking with you all. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Sophia and learned something new. Chapter 31, Veteran Readiness and Employment, is a fantastic benefit, and I hope you found the information valuable. If you're looking for a group of military veterans just like yourself to ask questions and get information from, then be sure to join my Life After the Uniform Facebook group. We can all use the extra support. Thank you so much for listening to the Life After the Uniform podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share with a friend, or leave a review. I'll see you next week.